Hello, and welcome to episode six of Grace in Progress. My name is Brianna Leach, and I am a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor who loves Oreo frozen yogurt and going to yard sales. And I firmly believe that if you woke up this morning, then you have a purpose. If you're new to this podcast, we are here to learn more about ourselves, take small steps towards the person we were created to be, and give ourselves a lot of grace along the way. This requires some introspection and maybe getting a little uncomfortable at times, but my goal is that you leave our time together having learned something new about yourself and have a tool that you can use in the week ahead. Today, we are talking about the gift of anger. I would imagine for anyone listening, when I say the word anger, the first image to pop into your mind isn't presents or gifts. (laughs) So that's not what I'm referring to. This is more or less a tool that you can use, an acronym, to be able to understand the source of your anger or possibly someone else's. Before I lay out the acronym, I hope you understand that anger is a secondary emotion. Anger is never the initial emotion that your body is feeling or your mind is feeling. It's what we see on the outside or what you might finally pay attention to as you push past the other sources to the actual feeling of anger. This isn't just my opinion or I'm not just making this up, but it's something that anger theorists very commonly and widely agree on that anger is a secondary emotion. And yes, side note, being an anger theorist, someone who studies anger is a real job and that sounds pretty cool. We talked last week in episode five about minding our body and the physiological reactions we have to our emotions. And anger is one of those amazing multi-layered, multifaceted emotions that can have a variety of original sources. Think about the last time that you were angry. It may have been this morning. (laughs) It may have been yesterday or If you're not one of those people that gets angry easily, maybe a couple weeks ago, um, which would be quite unbelievable. But anyways, think about the last time you were angry and not only how your body reacted, hopefully you're practicing that after last week's episode, but what caused the anger? What was the source of that anger? Okay, you got your example and what you think was the source of the anger. So I will jump right in and go ahead and give you the acronym so we can really identify what caused the last time you were angry. I've used this acronym for so long and I had a hard time finding the original source for this, but I texted a colleague who I knew also used it and we traced it back to Dr. Tom Rogers and Dr. Beverly Rogers, who are based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they were some of the first ones to use this acronym. So I want to give credit where credit is due. The acronym is GIFT, G-I-F-T. G stands for guilt. This source of anger is very common with teenagers, with parents, okay, with everybody, now that I think about it, (laughs) because... Uh, My first reaction is a teenager who gets caught breaking the rules or gets caught disappointing 
their parents, they feel guilty. And instead of saying, you know what, you're right, mom or dad, I feel super bad, I feel super guilty, it comes across as anger. And anger in its pretty little form of, you never listen to me, you don't know what I'm talking about, you just don't get me, you're so rude, you're so mean, all of that, the yelling, the attitude, running off, whatever, can really be underlying guilt that comes out as anger. As a mom, I know this one's very common because there are times I snap at my kids or I'm especially prickly, as we call it in our house, that I get agitated easily because I feel guilty that things are lacking in my house or I've put too much effort into work and not spent enough one-on-one time with my kids or my husband. And it all comes out as anger, even though I really know deep down it's guilt. Does that make sense? Because I want to move on to the next one I'm, and just give you some brief examples of each letter so that you can start applying it to your life. And thinking about the last time you were angry, could something underlying have been guilt in your situation that you knew you either didn't plan enough or didn't put enough effort into or whatever else scenario you might put yourself into? Was it underlying guilt that made you angry? Okay, the second letter is I, and that stands for inferiority, which is not a word we use that often, at least I don't on a daily basis, but this is a really, really subtle one that is very common, but it's one of the least identified ones because it causes us to humble ourselves a little bit. So inferiority would be when you feel like someone else is putting their needs above yours. And I see this all the time with marriage, with parenting, both in my own and with my clients. You see someone saying, I just am very angry that you come home late every day. And I feel angry that you're taking your time when you run errands or you spend extra hours at the office. And I don't understand why you don't see how that's a big deal to me. And instead of saying, I feel inferior because your time is more important to you than my time is. Inferiority might come into play as a source of anger in the workplace. If you have a boss who you feel like doesn't hear you and maybe makes decisions without consulting you. So you're angry that this boss is making all these decisions, but It's not that you necessarily disagree with the decisions. It's the fact that you weren't consulted and that makes you feel inferior. But saying the words, I feel inferior, is humbling because in that scenario, you either feel as an equal or that you should be treated an equal and you're willing to put yourself in that vulnerable spot of saying, I feel less than at this moment. And I'm not expressing that and it's just coming off as anger instead of hurt. The key to any of this acronym is to empower you to recognize and admit the reasons behind your anger, not just like a toddler (laughs) saying, I'm angry. I didn't get what I want. I don't know why I'm so upset. I don't know why I'm crying or throwing myself on the floor, but being able to take a step back and say, is it guilt that I'm feeling? Do I feel inferior? And the next one is F, 
which stands for fear. This one is most common in relationships where one person feels afraid they might lose the other person, whether that be um, a parent who has a child maybe about to leave the nest and they get in more arguments about things because deep down they're both afraid of the big change that's about to happen. Or in a marriage when your spouse gets home late a little bit past or maybe a lot past the time you had expected them to be home and you've gone through every scenario in your head of what went wrong. There's He's on the side of the road in a ditch. Um, they got lost and someone kidnapped them. You've gone through every scenario. They get home and instead of saying, oh, I'm so glad you're safe. I was afraid. It comes across as Where were you? What were you doing? Why did you? Oh, I'm so angry. I don't understand why you you don't stop yourself and think, I was really afraid. That's really why I'm upset because I was afraid because I love you and I care about you and I don't want anything to happen to you. Again, recognizing in real time that anger is a secondary emotion is a lot easier said than done. But I'm hoping learning these letters can help you at least identify the source in close to real time. The final one is T for trauma. And this is one that is much more complicated and doesn't always apply to everyone. But there are some of you listening that have experienced some trauma in your life. And no matter how many stories I hear of trauma and counseling, it still breaks my heart every single time. And I'm sorry that happened to you. And even if you're listening and say, I've never had a trauma necessarily happen to me, you might be surprised that you can look back at certain things that were traumatic in the experience. It could be a series of things. It wasn't just one particular event, but it's a pain that you carry around with you that might permeate into situations more than you're even aware of. In response to trauma, anger is pretty much like a basic instinct to protect ourselves from the trauma repeating itself. And in an article from the VA, U.S. Veterans Affairs, it talks about how its anger is necessary for survival with PTSD. And I'll link to that in the show notes. But it fascinates me that our body can throw out the signals of anger to try to I can just picture your hands pushing the trauma away. I don't want to experience this again. I am getting angry because I can see hints of something that's happened in the past that was very traumatic. A more day-to-day example, for those of you who don't have PTSD, a more relatable example might be that you were bullied in high school or you were left out by a bunch of mean girls. So As an adult, if you are in a scenario where you start to feel those same feelings of being neglected or being left out or being ostracized, instead of acknowledging and accepting those feelings of trauma, you come across as angry and your response is survival of, yeah, I don't need them. I'm not going to be anywhere close to them because they're just mean and It's amazing to see how it comes across as anger on the outside 
when on the inside, it's processing those feelings of pain and trauma. So now, after hearing the G-I-F-T, an acronym of anger, can you look back at your most recent example of being angry? Maybe it was this morning and someone cut you off on the interstate and you got really angry. And are you angry that the car went in front of you? Maybe yes, but really you're angry because you feel like that person thinks they're better than you and you're inferior. So (laughs) that's upsetting that they think their time is more important than mine, that they would cut me in line. So I hope this is a tool that you can keep in your pocket and use it multiple times a day if you are like me and experience little annoyances or things that kind of push you over the edge and rein it in a little bit, take a breath, apply some grace, and realize that maybe I don't understand why I'm really angry. Or maybe this is a pattern that keeps coming up and I don't understand why it makes me angry. And you can dig a little deeper to figure that out. Now, on the flip side, I wouldn't start applying this to everyone else (laughs) as far as your husband's angry and you say, you know what? I really think you're feeling guilty. And I think that's why you're so angry at me because you feel like you're not doing what I want you to do. (laughs) I would not recommend that professionally or personally. But if you've experienced the anger of someone else quite often, maybe someone in a position of leadership or authority over you, or your own children's anger towards you, you can take a moment and kind of put it put it from their perspective of what on this acronym they might be feeling, guilt, inferiority, fear, trauma, and apply a little bit more grace to them, not just yourself. Now, nothing I'm applying today will tell you how to solve the anger. My goal is just to increase the awareness because My favorite saying, awareness makes you awesome. And it really does because the more you understand the why behind the what, the better you can be at communicating your feelings or what you might need to your spouse, to your family, to your coworkers, and just feeling more empowered that you know yourself on a different level. I do want to take a quick second and just say to those of you who hear the word anger And it brings up something very raw and real to you because maybe you were raised in a home with angry parents or an angry mom or dad who lashed out at you. And anytime you think of the word anger, you want to crawl into a hole or you have those feelings of trauma. And maybe you've never acknowledged your own anger based on that history. And I would love to chat with you more if you want to dig a little deeper into that, or I'd be happy to help you find a referral of someone near you that you could talk to more about that. And just realizing that anger doesn't have to be always such a bad term. It is a secondary emotion to something really going on on a deeper level. And I hope that this episode can encourage you to give more of a language to that rather than just brushing off the anger that maybe you've put up on a shelf for many years because you just associate such a negative connotation with that word. I would encourage you to dive a little deeper and get to a place where you can openly communicate about it. There is grace available, both from God and in your own life to be applied. And 
I would love to chat with you more about that. Okay, that is all for today. I know there are lots of ways you could be spending your time, and I am so thankful you spent it listening, getting to know yourself a bit more, and hopefully being able to apply this to the week ahead and lots of time ahead. But I would love to hear from you, whether it be on social media or on my website, briannaleach.com. And if you like this show, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'd love if you would leave a review. It just helps podcasters be able to know which content is really resonating with you so that I can shape the shows moving forward. And soon I will be offering some online polls for different topics that you'd love to hear about and maybe some questions you want to ask a counselor. But as always, you can do this and I'm cheering you on. Thanks for listening.